apologizing. I'm not apologizing for how long it's been since we recorded. I know. Please don't give up on us. It's been a tough time. <laughs> so I was at this super interesting uh, meetup before I came here. There's this company called Normative. It's like a design company that's sort of at the intersection of software and design. Mm-hmm. And they host this ongoing series of like the last Thursday of every month. They'll do a thing called Design Plus AI. And it's all these different people just doing a very casual presentation about what they do that has to do with applications of artificial intelligence. And the thing that is interesting is the people in the audience, most of whom are designers of some description, they ask such interesting questions and they're so perceptive. And I think it's that design mentality when you're trained to think about things from a multiplicity of perspectives and to mentally sort of turn the thing around and look at it in a different way. It's just, it's very Was interesting, stimulating thing. Anything in particular that struck you? Like, what were they talking about tonight? This one was about uh, artificial intelligence as applied to law, like specifically, you know, the amount of time that lawyers spend researching case law yeah, and how you can automate some aspects of that, which was something oh. that I knew about, but mm-hmm. um, well, it was course. interesting to kind of dig into it a little bit more. So yeah. it's cool. Can anybody come? Yeah, it used to be invitation only, but they just opened it up to the public. Um, Where is it again? The company's called Normative. It's in uh, Kensington Market. I'll yeah. put a link at the uh, at the website. Okay, and then tell me, the next time you go, I'd like to come with you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, you'd yeah, like that it. That would be very groovy. They also have good beer there. Oh, they do? <laughs> best, do you so that's have a beer? I had a cider. Mm. I'm not a big cider fan. I'm a beer girl. I know. I never used to be, but um, that you know, when we were on a bike trip in Ireland, we get to the end of a cycling day all day in Ireland, and then it's like I just I can't have a Guinness after like being on the bike all. Of course day. you can, girl. <laughs> You're you just not have, trying hard enough. You can always have a Guinness, especially if they make the <laughs> yeah. nice little dewy on top. Uh, so I have the first story. You do which I, I thought of you about because you um, like the farming uh, stories. Yeah. This is a piece from Modern Farmer. So it's called aeroponics, so it's next generation hydroponics. Mm-hmm. Basically, the roots of the plant are not in any type of growing medium. They're just like dangling out in the air, basically. Yeah. And they have these like very fine, nutrient-rich uh, misters that go by and mist the thing up and give it uh, nourishment. And the interesting thing about this is you can kind of plant them vertically. That's what interested me. Yeah, so that you basically can maximize the amount of space that it's taking up. And the thing that was super interesting about this Modern Farmer article was they were talking about the fact that they get more oxygen, the roots get more oxygen because they're not in earth or uh-huh. in another growing medium, means that they actually the plants actually grow faster, which is super yeah, interesting. I never would have thought of that. I know. You always think that they get their nutrients from the earth. Yeah. You never think that they, and now they're going to get it from these misting machines that drift by. You have to mist them like it's like every few minutes, otherwise the roots yeah. start to shrivel or whatever. So it is fairly um, technically intensive in that sense. It's, yes, it's extremely precise, but it's also something that you can do yourself. Yeah, they mentioned that you can do kind of DIY ones for like a hundred, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. I couldn't make any sense out of that, but it looked like you put it in a bucket. 
And <laughs> I don't know. I thought it would, I think I would just, it seems way too complicated to actually do yourself. But can but. you imagine though, in the future, like in my apartment, if I had food growing on my walls mm-hmm. that I'd run around and miss, mm-hmm. and you can grow anything that way. Yeah. You could even grow root vegetables that way. No, I think that the root vegetables was the one thing that doesn't do well, but they, you could do all kinds of other things like lettuces and, uh, you know, cucumbers and tomatoes and all that kind of stuff. So you imagine having this whole, and you have to have a light source and all that stuff as yes. well, right? But yeah. yeah, and it's electricity, really electricity dependent. Yeah. So you have to have lots of juice, and if it goes out, you're in trouble. So you yeah. can lose the whole crop. Yeah. If you're pow- you know, if you go to the beer store, say. <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought uh, it reminded me a lot of my cousin Donald's um, greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, they had a lot of different living lettuces. And uh-huh. it was fascinating to go and visit the greenhouse because everything was on a conveyor belt. And they had all these tomato plants that would rotate through the place. Mm. And they had misters on them. Mm-hmm. And then they also have living lettuces that were in. And they mention here that what they do is they put the um, the, the, the seed, let's mm-hmm. say, of the piece of the lettuce mm-hmm. into this foam. Yeah. And then that's how it, that's how it grows mm-hmm. in the foam. And then it's misted. And that was exactly the same setup that Donald had at his place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, only it wasn't vertical. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you don't have to grow vertically. It's just that you can grow vertically. So I thought it was super interesting. And you can imagine you know, in the need to kind of grow things more intensively and save on, say, transportation costs of, like, not having to ship quick-growing things like lettuces and, and cucumbers and so forth in from the countryside. You could imagine it being um, a savings there, although, as you say, it does take a lot of um, electricity. Yeah, but still, it uh, wouldn't it be wonderful to be able to get farm-fresh vegetables like mm-hmm. lettuce in the winter? Yeah, as you say, just having it in your... Uh, in your house. I like the idea of having it in the house. I can yeah. just see this wall of lettuce and tomatoes. And, oh, I think I'll go and pick a yeah. Yeah. Can you pick a cucumber? Yeah, yeah sure, why not? Yeah, you wouldn't have to bring food over here. We could just right. pick it off the wall. Salad again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, I don't have a ton to say about it, but I thought it was pretty darn cool. Yeah, no, I did too. It's and you have this thing that is at. like, I don't know, is it cool? Is it weird? I'm not sure. I, well, yeah, this is something I saw at PSFK. Frankly, well, in the notes I sent to you, it said, Hello, Kitty! Are we heading into a cartoon world? <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, a lot of this is brand recognition in terms of architecture. But down in the States, they're establishing, like, Hello Kitty cafes, mm-hmm. Toy Story, or a hotel, or a motel. You know, you go back and you think about where we're going. Think of, you know, ancient Greece. Think of the, um, the Enlightenment. Where? What does it say about where we're going now? It's also it's also plastic and it's also primary colors and yeah. punchy and mm-hmm. it just it, to me it really looked like Fifth Element. If oh, interesting. Seen, if you've seen that film? Yeah. yeah. Like it's a bit of an extension of the idea of like Disneyland, for example. I mean, that's taking the brand experience and putting it in a you know brand identified things like Cinderella or whatever and putting them in a whole experiential environment. But I mean, personally, the idea of going to like a hotel that's themed like Toy Story or whatever. It just sounds like hell, actually. But I'm sure, for some, especially if you have kids, I guess maybe that's more appealing. But, you know, I was reading, and malls are dying. 
But one of the things that's bringing malls back are experiences like this. Mm -hmm. They're having, yeah, like they would have, it would be on a smaller scale, of course, but it's all very sort of theme parkish, mm -hmm. And it would be like, you know, the Toy Story um, ride. And I think it was Edmonton that had that um, the big mall the, yeah the big mall and the roller coasters but they have yeah it's like a, a total experience yeah you walk in it's not you don't just shop you have the complete experience well you can see how that would work for like a family for example is if you can go and spend a certain amount of time in this mall because it is designed to be an experience or something but yeah. there's something that i've seen a lot especially with like skincare and body care things is that idea that they're turning things into an experience and maybe it's the analogy of a spa or something like if yeah. you think like a when you go into an Aveda store or an Aesop store that Australian brand it's not just about the product it's about this whole experience and they give you tea when you go in and it's very like zen and the thing that was interesting about what you talked about is like it was very much tied to like Hello Kitty like um, mascots and things like yeah. that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I see this as something that's going to really come along. Just when I saw that, especially in the malls, mm -hmm, just to mm -hmm. keep the mall alive. Mm -hmm. And even you can see, if you think about how much of retail is now driven by like people posting things on Instagram and stuff, like you can see how that would work. Like, here's a picture of me with Hello Kitty or whatever, you know, yeah. like how that sort of helps to spread the message I, of your I would product. Go. I would so go to like a Game of Thrones. Like oh, theme. yeah. Yeah. Go to Cersei's bedroom. <laughs> and, and maybe be wet or maybe have a nice experience. Who knows? The most popular hotel in the or, world. Yeah, or fly a dragon, you know. Oh, yeah, if you could do that. Yeah. That would be, yeah. The Disneyfication of the world. Mm -hmm. Cool. Come to the blog. Or check out the links on your phone or however you get your podcasts. Yeah, or tell your friends about us because we're back. Okay. Okay, bye. bye.